this show, Capos Players, we support uh, local soccer, so we're going to start a series of shows in which we're going to be talking about uh, either a college team or uh, other soccer teams, such as the new PDL CFC Azul. This week we're going to have uh, an interview with assistant coach David Kelly from Southern Connecticut soccer team who is also the coach of CFC, CFC Azul, the new PDL team. Uh, or, como mencionamos aquí en Capos Players, tenemos un compromiso con, con el fútbol regional y vamos a tener una serie de programas donde estaremos hablando de algún equipo colegial o algún equipo, eh, digamos, semiprofesional como CFC Azul. Y esta semana estaremos hablando con el coach el assistant coach de el equipo de los búhos de Southern Connecticut, David Kelly, que también es el entrenador de el equipo de el CFC Azul. Así que los dejo con esta entrevista. So I'll, uh, I'm going to leave you with this interview we had with assistant coach from Southern Connecticut, David Kelly. Greater responsibility in winning. I mean, is there more pressure since it's it's been champ for six times? I mean, pretty much dominated the 90s. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say there's more pressure. I would say that uh, there's an expectation mm -hmm. that every year starts and become a national champion. But I don't necessarily think there's there's more pressure. I just think that the uh, you know the standard that we have set is higher. You know. You, In, 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 in any league, there's only one team that can win their conference. Yeah. And in most conferences, many of the teams are probably thinking, okay, we're going to finish in the top half, we want to qualify for the playoffs, and then we'll see. Southern Connecticut's win the conference, get to the NCAA tournament. With all the players that have gone to play professional, that have been a part of this program, I mean, I know they're Division Two, but do you feel you can actually compete in Division One? I, I mean, mean why, why is why? Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of difference. Difference. Uh -huh. I think that the. Uh, I mean, I've coached in all three divisions, uh -huh. and there, I've coached at Division Three schools that could be some Division One teams. Uh -huh. So I think there's just. I think the, the difference between Division One, Two, and Three. There's outside of Division One, there's more disparity from top to bottom. But the top teams in Division Two could definitely compete with the top teams in Division One. Okay. Um, for this upcoming season, uh, what's the uh, expectation for for the Southern Connecticut team? I mean, uh, do you think it's going to be you're going to have a good run for the championship, or is it more in, on the developing stage where players are young and maybe they're getting ready for for future seasons? I mean, last season, according to Uh, Southern Connecticut standard, it wasn't exactly the best season. You have eight wins, eight right. losses, and one tie, which isn't bad, but I mean, right. you have six championships. It's not that great, you know? No, you're absolutely right. And Southern's not accustomed to losing eight games mm -hmm. in a year. So the class that we're bringing in next year, there's a lot of, a lot of new players, a lot of new faces. Mm -hmm. Several will be from Europe. There's a few transfers uh, from a uh, two year school in. Uh, One from a four-year school, and uh, but again, like I said before, the expectation is again to win the conference and to get into the NCAA's. I think it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, 
despite the fact that I'm confident the squad will be very talented. It's always difficult to put a good product together when you have so many new faces. So chemistry will is always an issue when you have such a new and young squad. But despite that, no question that we're going to have the talent to, to win the conference and to get it into the NCAAs. Uh, I mean, it's hard to sometimes like single out some players, but uh, like right now, well, what would you say are your key players like for next season or the ones that the fans should look forward to seeing next season? I think uh, we have a player who's going to be senior, Luke Perry. Uh -huh. He transferred uh, to us this year, so uh, this next year, although he'll be a senior, will be his second season in Southern Connecticut. He was probably our most consistent player in the fall, and uh, he's uh, versatile, can play just about any position, uh, but we'll see him in a more attacking role, either in an attacking midfield role, or he could play forward or out wide in a 4-3-3. But he's very technical, very clean technically, and he's a good athlete. Um, so he's one to keep keep uh, keep eyes on. Another one would be uh, Mario Costa, who will also be a senior, he's started the last two years as a holding midfielder. Very, very good technique. Um, very clean with the ball, rarely gives the ball away. Frank Lara from Texas played, he had to fill in at left back, uh, another very technical player. Mm -hmm. And um, he'll be a senior as well, a lot of experience, very good on the ball. Not quite sure what position he's going to fill in, if he's going to be at left back or we'll push him more forward. And You can also expect uh, Ross McGibney, who had a difficult year because he got injured in preseason. Okay. So he didn't play. He redshirted, but then he had to have uh, some surgery in January to repair some torn cartilage in his hip. So he's recovering from that. So he'll have been out quite a while, but we expect he still has time to recover to make an impact on my season next year. Okay. Um, Our show is going on on UNH radio, so I have to ask, is there a rivalry with University of New Haven since, I mean, both programs are in New Haven and they're uh, Division II? Or is there no, no rivalry? Or is I, I mean, I, I think there is. I think it's safe to say it's what we call a derby match. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I mean, I didn't know this before coming to Southern this year, but I guess it's been a long, long, long time since New Haven is, is beaten. Southern, and we're, uh, you know, we remind the players of that just to make sure that they're prepared and that they're motivated. But um, it's always a difficult game for us because uh, Josh does a very good job. His teams are always very organized and very well prepared, and they're not easy to play against. Okay. Um, okay you work at uh, University of Hartford for several years. Why did you decide to come over here? Well, the head coach left. He became the one of the assistant coaches for the national team of Iran. And uh, I applied. Uh, I put myself forward as a candidate to become the head coach, but they selected uh, another candidate, Tom Poitras, mm -hmm. who I'm happy to say did well in his first year at Hartford. And um, Coach Lang contacted me uh, in the summer and asked if I'd be interested in coming down and helping him out. And uh, I was delighted because, you know, I grew up in Connecticut and I'm, I'm fully aware of the tradition and the success that uh, Southern's had over the years. So, you know, I was honored to become part of the coaching staff. Right. Uh, talking about Tom, Tom Lang, the coach at uh, Southern Connecticut, he has been two-time champion as a coach, 98 and 99, and I believe he was also a champion as a player in his college years in 74. Um, 
And how, how would you describe him? What have you learned from him? I think that, um, if, I mean, you said it yourself, I mean, he's a winner. Mm -hmm. And he has the characteristics of those who win. He sets very high standards. He doesn't accept mediocrity from, from his players or from the people around him. And his expectations are, are high. His expectations, you know, he sets high standards. And, and he's also very good at, uh, he's very good at managing the, the players. And he's good at motivating them and getting them to see the bigger picture and getting them to not settle for being mid-table, not settling for losing eight games in a season, not accepting that, and pushing them and demanding more out of them. Um, what do you bring to the program, or what do you hope to eventually bring to that program? Um, I have a lot of experience, but I, I think that, um, I mean, I've been a student of the game for as long as I can remember. I started playing when I was before I could walk. I was kicking the ball, so it's been, you know, my whole life has revolved around it. So I think I have the experience through my my playing and my coaching, both professional level and college level, to know what it takes to put a good team together and to get the most out of them, and hopefully to bring another championship to Southern. Uh, now that you mentioned uh, you played professionally, and uh, um, I saw you played in, in England, in uh, Burnley and Cardiff United. Um, when in your time over there, uh, how different was football over there? I mean, like practice or how was it different from America? Or do you think it's similar? The differences. There were some significant differences. One is the speed of play is much faster, so you are required speed of your speed of thought must be quicker and you have to make decisions much more quickly than you do here and if you don't you get cut in half <laughs> uh, the big the other biggest difference is in the squad in training all the players are good and there's competition and here at pretty much most levels, even I think many times in MLS, the good players aren't necessarily challenged in training and they know that come Saturday they're going to play regardless of how they train during the week. In England, there's enough good players and enough of a competitive environment where if you don't perform during the week in training, you will lose your spot. So it makes the level of intensity and the quality of training much higher. And... Um, that's one of the things that we need to, to do a better job of in this country is we need to make sure that training environments are more competitive so that the best players can be challenged and the players towards the bottom can can improve. Okay. Um, you also had some experience with a coaching woman. Um, Do you like it better? I wouldn't say, I, I mean, I don't like either one better or worse I mean there, there's there's definitely differences uh -huh. but um, I think from my perspective I always thought of myself as an educator first as a teacher first and I think that anytime you go into a training environment or a coaching environment where you are able to create a rapport with the players regardless of whether they're men or women and you're respectful and you're professional I think that the players regardless of their gender will respond to you so I think there's obvious differences athletically, mm -hmm. um, which impact 
how the game is played. Uh, for example, you know, it's more, it's easier for women to play a 4-3-3 because one of the ways to get out of them to play against it is to hit a 70-yard ball to beat the pressure. Yeah. And, you know, 18-year-old men are more capable. It's still difficult, but 18-year-old men are more able to do that versus 18-year-old women. Um, but in terms of enjoying it, and I mean, uh, sometimes the game is a little bit slower on the women's side, and some people don't like that, but that gives you an opportunity to focus more on technique. Yeah. And with the men's game, particularly in college, the game is so fast and there's so much of a reliance on athleticism that you don't see necessarily technique shine. And sometimes players who are very good with the ball and can manage the ball, but they might not be big enough or they might not be strong enough, they might not be fast enough, there might not be a spot for them. So in that sense, the women's game can be, can be, more, can be more entertaining. But um, overall, uh, aside from the obvious differences athletically between men and women, I enjoyed coaching both. Okay. Um, uh, College-wise, up to today, what's that player that you had uh, enjoyed the more coaching? Or, I don't know, your favorite player you ever coached? In college? Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of players that I enjoy coaching in college, but I mean, I would like to say that I, uh, what I enjoy is, there's two things, I enjoy seeing them grow and develop and get their degrees, but I also enjoy seeing them go on to play at a higher level and knowing that I may have had a role in developing them and helping them move on to a higher level. I know that uh, we had a player at the University of Hartford, Carlos Villa, who just made his debut with the Guatemala national team in the fall and he's back playing in Guatemala, and he's actually going to come to my, my CFC team in uh, next month. So that was a pleasure coaching him. Um, Ivan Guarín was a, a Colombian player we had at the University of Hartford who was also very mature, very focused player and individual, and um, a great, great talent. Um, there were a couple players, uh, or one player, Nenad Kudic, who was a goalkeeper at the University of Hartford, and I'm, very, very pleased to say that um, he's going to be very pleased to say that um, he's going to be completing his master's degree at the University of Hartford this spring. So, uh, that which is a, a reflection of the man's character and the man's level of maturity and his commitment to not only football but getting his education. So, just listen to. David Kellys, that was part of the interview with him, assistant coach at Southern Connecticut. We we listened to some of um, what he's um, he's expecting from the team this upcoming season. That season wasn't the best for the Southern Connecticut men's soccer team, which um, uh, had eight wins, eight losses, and one tie last season. But for their standards, that's not exactly a good season. They've been uh, national champions in Division Two soccer six times uh, they uh, as, uh, said on the interview they dominated the 90s they won five titles during the 90s the other one uh, the first one was in 1987 so in the 80s and then they had five during the 90s the last one in back-to-back uh, -back championships in 98 and 99 under the current coach uh, David Kelly just uh, joined staff um, this is going to be his his second season. Um, 
he he played college soccer and then he played professional soccer for around 10 years in which he had the opportunity to play over in overseas in in England we also heard some of uh, his experiences over there and what he thought was um, was different over there and uh, one of the things he also mentioned was the derby uh, the, the rivalry between UNH the Chargers and the Southern Connecticut Olds so this upcoming fall uh, if you're a soccer fan or you're just getting into it uh, if you're either a Charger uh, supporter or an old supporter you should probably get uh, get to that game and watch the New Haven uh, soccer rivalry college wise go go on comentamos sobre la entrevista de sobre con el entrenador de del equipo colegial de la Universidad de Southern Connecticut Dave Kelly y comentamos sobre la rivalidad que existe con la otra universidad eh, que juega en división 2 colegial la Universidad de New Haven y la rivalidad que existe con Southern Connecticut también sobre sus experiencias eh, cuando fue jugador profesional jugó alrededor de 10 años y tuvo Europa en Inglaterra más específicamente y pues, eh, el equipo de Southern Connecticut que ha sido seis veces campeón colegial dominaron los noventas con cinco títulos los últimos dos fueron consecutivos en 98 y 99 y veremos que que viene para esta próxima temporada y pues les recomiendo no se pierdan esa rivalidad el juego clásico que hay entre uh, University of New Haven y Southern Connecticut el próximo eh, otoño será por ahí de septiembre o octubre el, ese partido la próxima semana Dave Kelly también es el coach del nuevo PDL team el CFC Azul que estará empezando su temporada de hecho en, en mayo y estar hablando de eso la próxima semana así que no se lo pierdan 